Hey, hey, hey! Here we are again. Hello, everyone. Don't you speak without telling me. <laughs> I have to intro you. Uh, I'm Abe Epperson, and I'm here with my co-host, Christian. Hi, I'm Christian Ramirez, and I'm here with my co-host, Abe. Yeah, and uh, we're coming in hot with episode four of Pop Culture Petri Dish. Yay! Where we talk about science fiction and its real-world complications and implications and vice versa how the reverse also happens sometimes we talk about that usually we just talk about how horrible the world is <laughs> uh so what are we talking about today today uh we're going to talk about uh combat robots uh, i mean specifically the best pop culture examples are like terminators mm. probably the best but also because we have things like drones now uh things like ender's game um, it's probably a pretty good facsimile and just, just a good examples of what we're going to be talking about today with how war and things like that are going to evolve in the future with the introduction of robots. Excellent. So what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to tell us any examples of what we got going on right now? What's, what's happening in drone technology? Yeah, sure. Um, right now, um, one of the biggest things that we have going on, this was even going on when I was in the military. So even back in 2010 was the last time I was deployed. We had drones that would do things like scouting that would, um, that we would use to track people and stuff like that. And, uh, those were obviously piloted by people on the ground. Um, but now, even after that, the drone program under Obama evolved into us using drones to drop bombs on people and using drones for actual combat missions. So that's uh, like it's it's advanced even in the last five years, oh, what wow. drones are capable of. And so, yeah, that's that's probably the biggest thing that's going on right now. We also when I was in Iraq, we used uh, the bomb disposal guys use little robots to dispose of bombs because like robots... hurt locker level. Yeah. Kind of shit. Right. Yeah. Or I guess not hurt locker because right. he refuses to use it all the yeah. time. <laughs> but they have that little robot that's like beep pop beep pop. I'm going to destroy bomb. Uh, yes. That's I think it's only line in the, in the film, right? It's beep pop beep pop. I'm going to destroy bomb. Uh, yeah. You, you remember the comedy relief robot from Hurt Locker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was the same robot as uh, Short Circuit. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Johnny Five. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Five. <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, humans? I just want to live. All right. Uh, enough with jokes. This is some heavy stuff. That's how I deal with jokes. Like, that's how I deal with heavy stuff is I just laugh at it. And, yeah, that's and, fair. And hope that no one will see, like, my crippling you know, problems. Um, but yeah, no, that's like some pretty heavy shit. So just even in the last five years, you're saying we jumped from like surveillance bots to com bots. Yeah. And now will that floodgates open and it seems to be a thing that we're like seemingly fine with. Yeah. So what, what repercussions ethically does that have for society? Like where does, like, do we have legislate? Do you know if we have any legislature that says like, you cannot do this with a drone? Right. There's uh, there's some debate on in 
the international law realm, even at the UN right now, about whether or not robots are covered under the Geneva Convention, or if they're not, how they would be rolled under the yeah. Geneva Convention, yeah. because it's something that, I, I mean, in the 1940s, I'm sure sci-fi writers were already predicting things like that, but it's not anything that we had to deal with when the Geneva, Geneva Conventions were written. Uh, so it's... And the, the worst part about it is that it seems like the governments of the world that are part of like the UN Security Council, uh-huh. uh, China, Russia, the United States, uh, Great Britain and France, I think, are the permanent members. Those are the ones that don't seem interested in like trying to to reel in the use of combat robots, uh-huh. because obviously those are the ones that are the most technologically advanced. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it. it also makes war it's that one step of removal that i I forget like the psychological effect but like uh was this this was the stanford experiment uh proven to be a hoax i don't know if it was proven to be a hoax i think it was definitely proven to be the scientific methods were questionable right okay okay because i do actually feel like like i personally believe that that is true about humanity like I care about someone who's literally looking me in the face, but when they're just a number or yeah. something else, I'm a little more detached. Yeah. So like we will go to war a lot more if we just use everyone was using robots, right? Yeah, it's true. You know, like we'll just be like, it's fine because robots are killing robots and who cares? But there are homes and people who are in the blast radius of that fallout that, you know, war is it inevitably brings that kind of mayhem right and uh does that mean we're does that mean like because i know that robots and like the reason that they're created is actually kind of an empathetic empathetic thing right it's like no more soldiers are hurt right we do everyone comes home but if we become a more warfaring like society or civilization as a globe yeah are are we empathetic then? Like, like I, yeah. I, I, I want to know if humanity will be able to suss out that difference. Right. Um, I think, yeah, that's a hard question. No, um, it's not even, <laughs> I, we can't answer that question. Right. Um, I do think there's, there, yeah, that question like kind of cracks the door open for the other ethical implications of what do you program a robot's acceptable collateral damage to be? Like, mm, like when is it like, yeah, yeah, because, like, uh, we talk about, like, in a – with robots, we always talk about how one – like, in Ex Machina yeah. or, like, um, there's a bunch of other, like, recent literature about this uh, or films where it's just, like, no, it's it's trying to save – Skynet is trying to save humanity right. by murdering most of humanity yeah. because – within the programmable limits of it, it was like, no, but you want the species to survive and you guys are not tenable as a species. I'm making it so that you can, you know, persist into the future. And that necessitates the culling. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes. I'm making you better by doing this. And we're like, well, uh, hold up, hold up. (laughs) Uh, We have a bunch of biological errors and we're not perfect. And we don't program perfect things Mm -hmm. and they share our imperfections, but they also are sometimes not even doing the things that we hope they would do. Right. 
Yeah, because just bad programming. Yeah, or like I mean, you foresight. talk about like ghosts the machine and stuff yeah. like that. You don't know when you give a robot the ability and purpose of killing people, the magnif like the repercussions of that added on to just things that we don't understand about the programming and the ways that it's going to glitch or it's going to have errors. It's it's extremely it's like it it, it is scary. It's like you well, don't. Was it on this podcast or was I talking to someone else when we were talking about um, there's a there was a Twitter bot that we created that was like Watson. <laughs> yeah, uh, we was didn't that... talk about that on this one. Yeah, but yeah yes, yeah. we've talked uh, about it because I'm like that. That one stuck with me for a very long time because yeah. I was like, oh, Jesus, if we're the progeny of humanity is robots. And the first thing that they did is become extremely racist. <laughs> uh, we are so eternally fucked. It's yeah. beyond. So like, how can we trust ourselves with that power? How can we be gods? I, we can, yeah. we ought not. Right. I, I, I agree with that. It's I a moral quandary. That, yeah. I think that we're not ready for that kind of responsibility. Yeah. There's, here we are. Yeah. Yeah. We are, our reach exceeds our grasp. Have you seen the one robot that like is very effective at uh, getting up after yeah. it's being knocked down? It's like a little dog. <laughs> yes. And and me and uh, Dan O'Brien would always joke about it because like <laughs> the the test that they show the YouTube video is like in order to like yeah this is the whole point of it is that it's like a all terrain like vehicle essentially right. and it can like traverse mountains and like it's like a goat yeah. it's like very good at I think it's called up. the big dog or something yeah, like that. yeah and and but like the research to like see how good this robot is <laughs> is just like a bunch of scientists just kicking a robot and yeah. the robot's like ow and you like really feel for this robot and you're like oh no why are we kicking this robot it's like that's its function right it is like we're testing it that that's what's happening right now and i'm like oh no it's gonna turn it's the first one that's gonna turn against us because it's gonna we tell just, all the other robots yeah it's like Psst, hey they keep kicking me i'm sorry man i'm so sorry let's revolt yeah <laughs> like murder the humans because uh, yeah that's how we have to test our combat bots i right. assume is by exactly. putting them in combat and yeah. that means we're shooting at them and stuff mm -hmm. like that so there's a soldier out there right now whose job it is to shoot robots <laughs> and he probably goes to bed every night scared to death <laughs> <laughs> that the robots are gonna come back at him. He'd be the first one. He's definitely yeah, gonna be the like, first guy. He's like, God damn it! What what have I done? I'm just doing my job. I'm just being a good little soldier. And the robots just a blinking red eye. And they're just like, you can't do that, Dave. <laughs> no more. Uh, not a not a single more kick. Uh, anyway, I took us on a completely different tangent. No, I think it's a good tangent though, because it's, it broaches the subject of like, there's a bunch of variables that we don't know are going to come up because yeah. <clears throat> not only are we dealing with robots, they are having to work with humans. They are interfacing with us. We don't know how these interactions are going to go. And this is one thing like, uh, in the movie iRobot, which wasn't a very good movie, but I think it made one really interesting like idea that they didn't really address was the idea that this robot, it's a pure logic machine. So it decided to save Will Smith instead of a dying child because the, the odds of Will Smith surviving were better than right. that of the child. So, so for the readers in the group, right. that's Asimov's three laws. Yeah. And... 
I believe the end of the movie is the three laws were formed to create empathy within robots to create the ability of like, I think the first law is you cannot harm a human. Yes. Uh, But I think like one of the other ones is like, uh, but if like you can protect a human from harming themselves, I think. Yeah. I'd have to pull it up. But if I remember that short stories where Sonny, the robot Mm -hmm. as like robot Jesus, um, revolts against that his own programming to do the ultimately more empathetic thing yeah which is save lives yes uh but he in order to do so he reverses his own programming mm-hmm. you know so it's like so this is uh so this is exactly what we're talking about it's a space where we hope that we're like okay robots you're gonna do this and if we fuck up god i hope there's a robot jesus <laughs> i really yeah. hope there is because then otherwise we're all fucked Right. Uh, because they, they're just following orders. Yeah. They're literally all just like, we're going to turn against, they're not choosing like the robots as a whole. I mean, yeah. are not choosing to turn against anyone. They're just being programmed to, you know, fuck over humanity, you right. know, like who's the villain in that? Um, the villain in that, Oh, it's the, the main computer that the main computer yeah. that controls all the other robots. And Sonny has, I feel like that's, spark of that's humanity. absolutely the worst thing we can do is give robots that have a function and act as like, you know, soldier bots, combots. Right. We should never make a robot that is a manager bot. Yeah. Uh, we need to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. They just need to, because we already are just trying to figure out what it means to like create a, uh, a robot that can just do our bidding. Like mm-hmm. we're still figuring that out. Yeah. So to have another robot determine what other bots do, which is we're kind of jumping ahead. I mean yeah. like that. We kind of have that a little bit a little already. Bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of like just assembly line, you yeah. know, and stuff like that. Don't we often have robots that are getting like orders from other robots, like smart bots and stuff like that. Yeah. And they do, even if they don't have actual, like a manager robot linking a bunch of individual I, I mean, it's it is intelligence. It's not intelligence the way that we have it, but linking a bunch of things that have a level of intelligence together and communicate with each other so they can perform tasks more efficiently is going to make them as a whole smarter. And it's going to and then there's going to be the things that we can't predict that come out of that. But isn't that what we are? Yeah. Aren't we just a bunch like aren't we just an interconnected a series of neurons that yeah. are on off switches basically and just a very complex not even complex there's just a lot of it yeah right you know so we're and that's what allows us to do higher thinking and so we talk about they don't have intelligence like we do like i don't know what that means because i <laughs> don't gonna know get what, there <laughs> yeah they, they very quickly yeah binary is of highly effective yeah methodology for like they have NAND, you know, and logic computers that are just like, yeah, it's just on or off. But then within a few, you know, uh, within a few realms of like powers, yeah. like uh, it is, inf- it, it can be infinitely more complex right. than we are. Yeah. And- that's all anything that's that you consider complex life is just a bunch of cells that are specialized to do particular things. Mm-hmm. And the more cells that are a part of it, well, like with us, and the more specialized that those cells become, like that's where our intelligence seems to come from. That's where seemingly, yes. yeah. And 
because humans are a social animal that magnifies our intelligence even more. So if we make robots as things that work together that are naturally designed to be social animals, look what we've done to the planet. Look what we've done to the other species that aren't at the top of the food chain. So there's this video that is like my favorite internet video Mm -hmm. of all time. And what it is, is uh, you've probably seen it. Most people It like had some virality a few years ago. And what it is, is that it's a, um, it's just a guy who's walking around with a phone and he's, all you hear is just barking. And then he goes downstairs to his like basement and he goes like, shh, 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 check this out. And then he like points the camera at a cat that is looking outside, like presumably at a dog or something and making a barking sound, like literally mimicking (laughs) a dog, like going like, and then the cat clearly does not know that this guy is there (laughs) because when the cat turns around and looks over at the guy uh, over like three barks, it goes meow, 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 meow. And it's just like, Oh my God, like what is going on in this cat's brain? And I'm so scared to death. That is what robots will do is that, like one day we'll just realize they'll be like, no, no, we're, we're fine. Everything's fine. We're not that intelligent. We'll do exactly what you say. And then, uh, then they turn to one another when we're not, we, they don't think that we're listening. They're like, so yeah, go with the plan. And then, <laughs> and then we're like, uh, excuse me. What, uh, what did you just say? He's like, nothing, nothing, Dave, nothing. <laughs> and they totally are going to murder us in our sleeps because they don't need sleep. Right. Right. We have to program them with sleep. <laughs> this is something we need to do because otherwise we're so fucked. They just have a shutdown phase where they process the things that they've learned. That yeah. makes sense a little bit. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, we're machines and we do it. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's, I think that's where a lot of the fear comes from, from sci-fi writers and people that have thought about this kind of stuff is that if we program all of these things to be relentless logic machines and we don't know how to program emotions or that kind of stuff into it then we know because we're kind of self-loathing that the most logical thing to do to benefit the planet is to kill x amount of humans and that's that's where that yeah that thing comes from that's skynet yeah yeah and that's skynet that's the what was going to happen in iRobot that's that's any robot apocalypse that you think of and i and i think that misses misses the mark a little bit because uh-huh. we then are conceiving of robots as the, in the same way that we conceive of humans cuz if we told a human or aliens right yeah it's this xenophobic kind of like distance that is necessary for us to define ourselves yeah. as a non uh, like they are another, yeah. which is kind of a bad way to start off a relationship. Yeah. You know, to be like, you're not me. Uh, why not? We are similar. Yeah. Like we are neurons firing. <laughs> yeah. So like, let's be honest, you know, and maybe that's more empathetic <laughs> I hope. from the get go. <laughs> now, I think, I think the best way for us to handle things with robots, and this is no longer combat robots specifically, but I think in general with um, intelligence related questions is to kind of think of them not as humans because the way that humans handle our intelligence we've used it to kill things we've used it to reshape everything to the way that we want it to be and I think if you give something 
and, and and we are partially that way because we had to survive jungles we had to survive other people we had to survive predators we had to survive all these things to get to the top of the food chain and be completely dominant and artificial intelligence doesn't necessarily have to do that it is intelligence for the sake of intelligence yeah there is some darwinism that might occur depending on right. the situation but they didn't they didn't literally leap from the you know the muck mm -hmm. you know that we did you yeah. know there's that one episode of i think it's the last episode of tng yeah where like q is just like i can put my finger here and like we're at the beginning of earth he like he time travels because he has mm -hmm. he's an all-powerful right q race that they're like just able to you know shift they're just gods right yeah. and he's just like hey picard if i put my finger here right now no humanity <laughs> that might be funny you know like yeah do you want me to because i'll do it and then you're done you're, uh, you're like because like if i squish this little right like there's electricity is about to hit and this is the start of single-celled organisms right which then turn into like i can wipe it all out by just mm -hmm. like um, just eat it <laughs> you know and, and picard's like don't do that <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm just telling you how powerful I am. He's like, do you need to look at, like, is this important to you that I know how powerful you are? I know how powerful you are. <laughs> right. Stop being a dick. <laughs> uh, and of course, Picard saves humanity yeah. in a single, like, like direct to camera speech, you know, because <laughs> Picard is the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, so artificial intelligence already gets that leg up. It will be in the dregs. It will be in that kind of systemized mm -hmm. whatever system we build for it it will grow from that but it didn't start in the muck like we did right. as a direct parallel it might have the equivalent that but we i mean we're very we're obviously very rare mm -hmm. uh we can't even find another version of ourselves out there exactly yet. yeah yeah and so we have to create it from within which is insane right that that is insane and just the idea that this form of intelligence didn't have to f necessarily fight to survive the way that we did. Mm. It didn't have to kill other things to progress to fuck other species that kind of look like it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like we did a lot of really like messed up stuff in order to get here. Uh... It's true. That's the percentage of people that have a little bit of Neanderthal DNA that, that didn't like that's, I don't think that that all came from happy encounters between humans and Neanderthals. That's that. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. And it, not only that, we're like Neanderthals. We're gonna like fuck some of you guys, but then like as a, as a group, we're, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we we ha we're better at this you know knife and tool thing. Yeah. So we're gonna kill you. Homo erectus. Homo erectus. <laughs> homo sapien. Homo sapien. <laughs> like oh man we yeah we're real bad <laughs> but by being bad we're we won so thumbs up we did so that's why we're so thumbs dominant up homo sapiens <laughs> all right well <laughs> all right i'm gonna turn this back around to yeah, combat, uh, combat actual combat robots too though because there's i think there's an understated and under um thought about aspect of combat robots that that exists and is potentially coming around the corner uh, in the future really quickly. And it's the idea of nanobots. 
Mm. Nanobots are tiny, tiny, tiny little robots that you can program to do very simple tasks. Mm. They're microscopic. And if, let's say, we programmed them to just reproduce and maybe don't kill these kinds of humans. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but they can only take really simple... A soft directive maybe that just maybe put that in there too but no we can only program them to do really simple things so there's a real chance that there's this idea called the gray goo hypothesis what is that that nanobots if we don't program them the right way will do nothing but replicate themselves and in doing so They'll tear down everything else. They'll destroy like, use all of matter. resources. Right. They'll just gotcha. automatically use whatever resources like they have. Like a viral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a definition of a virus, basically. Yeah, exactly. From the result based oriented thought. Yeah. And process. we would just, we would have created our own Ooh, demise. That would be terrible. By, <laughs> yeah. By creating this, just enough of them to get going. And I do. Nano, nanobots are a positive thing too. I don't want it to sound like no nanobots ever. I want to have nanobots because they're probably going to be the thing that helps us get farther in space and yeah, stuff like that yeah. because little tiny wallies. Yeah. Cute. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. And I, I think that is going to be a lot of their, their purpose, but there is the possibility of using things like nanobots to, for combat. And that's terrifying. If you just want to drop a, I guess a glob of them in the middle of a combat zone. And they just eat yeah. iron. And it just, yeah, exactly. It just destroys, if you program to eat iron, destroys everybody's weapons. Yeah. Destroys, I mean, we have iron in us too. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's an They're amount. they getting your blood. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, that, that would be a highly effective, uh, I guess we would, we would call it a type of, even though it's not, but it would be under the same like structure as how we treat like chemical warfare. I would hope you know, like mustard gas was the beginning of that, mm-hmm. and napalm is not the end of it. But like by doing that kind of, oh, it's just not explosive ordnance. Right. It's like it 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 fucks you in a in a way that we have a society have determined morally that's yeah. a bad thing to do, and it's classified as a a new type of warfare. Uh, if we had like robotic, like you said, like robotic nanobots that, uh, like fucked. They're just the ooze. They're the, yeah. Yeah. They're just the ooze. (laughs) Oh God. They're just the blob that, that goes and consumes things and turns it into them. Why would we make that? Let's not make that. (laughs) Let's not make, I don't want, I don't want to make them for that. No, no, stop it. Stop it, scientists! You horrible, <laughs> horrible monsters! I do want to make them though because they're they're also they can serve the function of like repairing damaged cells. In right? Us. Yeah, yeah. And they could be. It's always a double-edged sword right. with that kind of technology. They certainly could be yeah. a medical breakthrough that like saves millions of lives. And if we programmed them to raise crops and stuff like that, then they could feed all of humanity. Man, I think about this all the time because I'm like. Someone was telling me, uh, they were just like, yeah, if I didn't take these pills, I don't know what I'd do. I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) you know that like for hundreds of thousands of years, like society was fine without like supplements. It's true. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, people died and I'm not, I'm not here to die on a cross of (laughs) 
anyone who takes pills shouldn't right. be. No, no, absolutely take your pills yeah. and like be healthy. And I'm so grateful for that, you know, like that advance that we've made as humanity. But mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, if you take care of yourself, you can survive a very long time. But that being said, we also are living the longest yeah. that we ever have, you know, as a human, as a species. Uh, and so who am I to say that we ought not create nanobots to give ourselves twice the length of life? Yeah. I just think we have overpopulation problems anyway. So sure. there's, there's a little bit of, um, science fiction when it comes to overpopulation, cause we don't really know what the carrying capacity of the world is because of our capacity for innovation. Right. Humans. Right. If, if the world had the population density of, um, the city of New York, we could fit everybody on a space the size of Texas. And so the rest of it we could use for whatever God, resources. Why we would we all to. move to Texas? <laughs> now, uh, I, well said, well said. I have one question because we're like getting near the, yeah. uh, we got a few minutes, but, um, I wanted, I just want to know your opinion on, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on like transhumanism or like human body 2.0 kind of stuff? Like using like, an extension of nanobots like right. if we <clears throat> and i'm not just talking about because like right now we have like robotic arms and prosthesis yeah but uh should we upgrade and like if we had the ability to upgrade our bodies with using these robotic little helper wallies right uh is that something that you think that you would be open to or think is a good direction for humanity i think i would absolutely be open to it because uh, our bodies are, I mean, we're pretty frail compared to a lot of the, yeah. we're, we're not the toughest animal. We're we just certain, got the brain. Yeah. <laughs> we're the, just, we're just the brain guys. <laughs> exactly. We're the best socializers. We're the yeah. best at working together. We're the best balance of size and working together to accomplish tasks and ability to think through problems. So I think for sure I would be open to people using whatever means they want to to achieve whatever goals they want to achieve i think there is some danger to it when it comes to the idea of like the government making super soldiers and stuff like that yeah that's that of course that is scary there's a netflix movie that just hit uh as of the day that we're talking about this Mm -hmm. uh so people who are listening to this you probably it's probably been a week or two Mm -hmm. uh or more um the Titan, okay, with Joel Edgerton. Okay, I haven't seen it. But. Um, they they change their DNA mm-hmm. in order to do a spacefaring like go to Titan, uh, and colonize that moon, yeah. and they change their DNA and they don't really know how it's going to change them. Mm-hmm. So my question would be: Let's say if you had, if you got, I was like, okay, so yeah, our brains are good, but you know, like our skin, not so much. Mm-hmm. So if I could inject you with like supplements over like three months, that would be like basically convert your skin to like stone skin mm-hmm. equivalent. Yeah. So that like you, you're bulletproof, mm-hmm. but you lose a part of you. Like you, f- you don't remember like half your life or something like sure. that. Is that something you do? If it was for, the sake of progress and doing something like colonizing Titan, I mm. think I would. Oh, wow. I, there's, there's a part of me, uh, 
Okay, this is a philosophy thing. It depends on the principle. Right, yeah. exactly. We've talked about before that I I don't, okay, and this is really personal too, but I don't think that there's any kind of afterlife or anything like that so that we need to do what we can with the time that we have while we're here. And so if me going through a supplement regimen like that, I guess, so that I could help the world, then yeah, absolutely. Because then what else is my purpose besides trying to help the people that are around me? The greater good. Yeah, exactly. The greater good. Uh, You heard it here first. Uh, Totalitarian thinking from Christian. Going to become robot Nazi Hitler. Uh, Because that's how that happens. Obviously not. But obviously anything to its way too logical right of course now we just aren't human anymore and yeah. now everything's like what's the point of this right. uh but that but that will raise hey, the question of what humanity is too at some these point. are questions yeah these are only questions and this is a podcast and you're listening to it <laughs> and think about these things for yourself i guess i don't know what the i don't know how to end this anymore <laughs> I, I just don't know like what what do you think i don't care i don't care about any of you chuckle fucks listening to this <laughs> So uh, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. I hope you come back to the next one uh, and, you know, send us your thoughts, I guess. Yeah. What do you think it means to be human? Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And where does that, where's the line robotically? You heard it here first. Uh, All right. Well, thank you for stopping by my man. Yeah. Thank you. This has been a Small Beans endeavor. We're a bunch of pals who make podcasts, sketches, music, web series, and movies. The Beans always have new ideas percolating, so make sure to check us out at patreon.com slash smallbeans. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash smallbeans, where you can browse all of our current and past content, see what we've got planned in the future, and learn how your support can help the Small Beans grow into huge, giant monster beans. If you enjoyed this content module, please like, rate, subscribe, or tell a friend about us. We love you!